This is the Town Roots Podcast, episode number 60. Welcome to the Town Roots Podcast, the podcast of, about, and for Oakland. No matter if you live in the town, do business here, or are visiting, we have something for you. And now, your hosts, Anthony Wilson and Vincent Hayes. Today we have the pleasure of uh, interviewing Camila Mitchell from Cheese with Meaning. So, Camila... Uh, if you could uh, just say hello and Anthony chime in and say hello as well. Cheers. Hey, Camila. So glad you're here today. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. Your favorite tea lady. That's awesome. I, I can't wait to dig into that. So if you could just just start us off with telling us um, how you created or came up with Teas with Meaning. In 2017, I was diagnosed with cancer um, and 2017 was already like a rough emotional spiritual year losing my paternal grandmother who raised me um so I had to find a way to like grieve um oftentimes the slowdown um here in Oakland doesn't really look like a slowdown for me so I took myself to Mount Shasta where friends of mine have land and in the midst of prayer recognize we have everything we need around us in regards to nature I started learning about the herbs, roots, and fruits that will not only help on my physical, but on my emotional and spiritual, because at that time, there was more uncertainty than there was a flow of understanding. Um, So after recognizing what I needed in 2017, through the process of tea time and learning about the herbs and creating blends, I came back to Oakland and sat in community with some of my people to just really have a real conversation about what it is that I need during this process and through the cancer journey. So I started having intentional conversations through tea time with my community um, and my community started taking it into their spaces of work and sharing it throughout Oakland. So in 2018, Teas with Meaning just started to grow organically and I kind of stuck with that. It was never intended to be a business. It's more about wellness and authentic experiences and intentional conversations. I'm just grateful that um, with that growth, a business and a brand has been created. That's so incredible. So you were diagnosed with cancer. So where where are you uh, with uh, your cancer journey, if you don't mind me asking? It depends on the day. Um, definitely, you know, like many things, we all know that cancer comes and goes. So some people will go in remission and then it'll come back and so on and so forth. Um, so I did have an opportunity to be in remission for a year, which was much celebrated. Um but in April of 2022, found out my cancer came back. So this is the first time I've said it out loud to um, people outside of my community. But definitely where I am is just learning and understanding, again, on all levels, what I need in order for that healing and that healing process in order to stay strong through this journey. With me choosing not to do Western medicine and choosing to do the herbs and the roots and the fruits, just recognizing that as the universe provides us with the seasons of things being seasonal, rather it's fruits and so on and so forth. There's going to be seasons with our bodies as well and just being gentle and showing myself grace. So that's where I'm at in this journey with a cancer diagnosis. So that's amazing. So some people would find that um, to be a defeating experience, but you have uh, taken it in the opposite direction and decided to one, find 
comfort in wellness and uh, spirituality, and then also created a business uh, within the midst of that. So uh, kind of tell us how, like, uh, instead of kind of just being on the couch and, and kind of uh, kind of being in the moment with your cancer diagnosis, how you decide to keep going forward and, and create teas with meaning. I think the going forward was just recognizing things are bigger than us. Um, before Teas with Meaning, I was an educator throughout um, schools and juvenile detention centers throughout our nation. And just recognizing like the stories and the, the energy and the encouragement that I would push with our young people. We often need to learn how to do it for ourselves. Um, and for me at that time, again, tea time was that slowdown, um, even with the busyness and of living in the city and living in Oakland. Um, just recognizing what that slowdown looks like for me. And it, it just became tea time. Tea time is a process. You know, you have to let the water boil. You have to let the, the leaves steep. You have to. So it's a process. And then that process just being really intentional about what that slowdown and that self-care really looks like for me. Um, so, I mean, it wasn't easy decision because Western medicine and our healthcare system has other plans for us. Um, so tea time just became that slowdown. Like, after fighting with doctors and fighting with our medical system, like after a day of fighting, I mean, tea time is a, is, is magic for real. Um, because you can be easily defeated, especially when you are advocating for yourself on a different level. Um, and making choices that a lot of people don't understand because oftentimes when, when you say the word cancer, you know, it's everyone's triggered in their own way. And oftentimes people don't recognize how the person dealing with it is triggered. Um, so just really, you know, tea time is, is, is magic. It's medicine for me. It's, I don't look at it as a business, but I'm grateful for where the business is, if that makes any sense. It totally does, Camille. And thank you so much for sharing your personal journey with us. It's always nice. I think, you know, when the guests are vulnerable and open, you know, sort of open themselves up to the listeners. So, so we appreciate that. Um, Cheers. So when you started your, your, your journey, was it more of a, were you looking at tea as more of a physical remedy or a spiritual remedy? Both. Um, because like I said, I took the time to find out what it is that I needed. Mm-hmm. Um, because I tell everybody often, especially when they ask me um, for certain blends or like, they'll be like, well, this blend doesn't tell me, you know, um, what it will do for me. And I'm like, because every body is different, literally, like every body, every physical body is different. What might work for you might not work for me and vice versa. And, and we haven't, we we don't live in a, a society that understands that. So um, understanding what I needed on the physical and looking up the herbs and the roots and, um, and, and my diet was already different. You know what I mean? Like I, I grew up, no beef and pork, nothing to do with religion, but I grew up with already like a, a strong diet. So for me, I was confused when I found out I had cancer. Like, you know, um, yeah. So the physical was important, but the emotional and spiritual was more important because like I said, I had lost my, I lost my foundation and my grandmother. Um, so the person that I would call to kind of keep me strong during that time was gone. Um, there was, you know, I couldn't physically call her even though I can pray. So tea time just became a little bit of all of it, you know, and to know that you're drinking the medicine, you you got to believe in it. You know what I mean? Like like we be- like a lot of people believe that Robitussin and, and certain drugs will um, excuse me, certain medicines will um, support them. I believe the same thing with tea time. And did you know someone else that had 
kind of already gone down this path or were you discovering this on your own? It seems like my ancestors pointed things out. I didn't know anyone else on this path. I don't know anyone else on this path. And so what was your response from friends and family when you told them that you were fucking the trend of traditional medicine and and going down this path? So my family, they're used to it. I I was diagnosed with a brain tumor too um, years ago. I'm 148. Don't try to guess my age. Black don't crack. Um, But I was diagnosed with a um, brain tumor when I was 17, right before going off to college. And, you know, I'm grateful and honored that I have parents that allowed me to make the choice of what it is that I wanted to do, rather Western medicine or go off to college. And I mean, I was HBCU bound. So I was I was ready to go. Um, So my parents and my family members, they were used to it. However, you know, the older you get and, you know, our bodies change, the older we get too. my mom had a little had a little fear, which is understandable and understanding everyone has like questions and, and they may not agree. Um, but people know they can't change my mind. (laughs) So including the doctors. So, I mean, there, there was a lot of talk, but I just reminded people like, this is something that I have to live with. And, you know, nowadays people like to chant, you know, my body, my choice, but in that medical system, it it depends on the body and it depends on the choice. So I think that um, the fight was harder with the medical and, and healthcare system than it was with friends and family because they know who I am. And again, you know, just like the, the name of the tea company, all I do is everything with meaning and intention. And there's, there's something behind everything that I do. So I think the hardest people to kind of, you know, convince that I'm okay or that I will be okay was our healthcare system. And so I love your energy and spirit. Why don't you walk us through how you turned this personal experience into a business? Like where did you first conceive that this can be a business and then how did it become a business? Walk us through that. Oakland. Um, so again, just coming back, you know, down from the mountain and it's so funny when I tell the story, I'm like, I'm telling it like Sophia would tell the Golden Girl stories, like picture it Sicily. <laughs> like, so I came down from the mountain. <laughs> no, seriously, I came back from Mount Shasta. And again, when I when I chose to have tea time and sit down in community with um, my friends and loved ones here in Oakland, they were the ones, again, that took it to spaces and was talking about it and started to buy it. Um, and that might have been like November, December of 2017. And my birthday's in November. So I knew they were just doing that like for my birthday. And the holiday, you know what I mean? At first, I just thought like, oh, they're just supporting or they feel sorry for me. Um, but then in January, one of my friends worked at a, a corporate office and they called me in. By February, I was a little bit of everywhere um, outside of the Bay Area. Like I was getting calls from other um, cities and states. So just, it was just the power of community. Um, and, and also, you know, I really have great products. So it's not just, it's not your average tea. You know what I mean? Um, I really sat down and created each blend, handcrafted and, and really put intention behind everything because again, I was putting it into my body. So um, definitely, I would say community grew teeth with meaning, but I knew it was a business when I had to start telling people no if that makes any sense. So um, I know a lot of people aspire to be in like big stores and so on and so forth. That wasn't for me. Um, 
And that's when I had to recognize, like, I have to build a business in a whole different lane because a lot of people, when you say small business, they think about brick and mortar. They think about being in these big stores or these big names. And for me, I was like, no, 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 no. First of all, I'm not going to compete with everybody on the shelves. Um, You know, like there's already enough teas on the shelves. There's already enough. But what we don't have in community and what I didn't have um, for, for a second was, again, those real slow down, intentional conversations, authentic experiences. What does wellness really look like for even the people you're talking to? Like I can sit down and share my story, but how are we checking on each other? So tea time just became a little bit more intentional, even though the business was growing. I wasn't um, stepping, stepping back from the integrity of it all. That's amazing. So for, I'm, I'm here on your website and I, I, some of the blends look so, so eclectic. And so like, how do you come up with uh, the different blends that you sell? It depends on the music I'm listening to. I <laughs> know. Um, honestly, it does. But it depends on it. It depends on the moment. Like, you know, in 2018, I only had one blend to start off with. Um, and that was Cheers. And because um, as y'all can hear, I say cheers to everything. Even before Teas with Meaning, I was saying cheers. Sometimes even at the most inappropriate times, I would say cheers. But cheers became like my first blend. So in January, when it started to sell and people started to, to push it in January 2018, I had to start to make something else. So then in February, I knew February is coming up. It's Black History Month. It's my mom's birthday month. There was Valentine's Day. Like all of these things go on in February. So um, ironically, while I was thinking about that, Prototype by Andre 3000 came on. So then I created Prototype, which is like rosebuds and saffron and so on and so forth. But then I started to look at it in a way that's that's deeper than um, what the month represents. Like, what does the month really represent? And just giving giving the right people their flowers. Um, so that's why it just became like a floral base. And then Mark. So I just started to become real intentional in 2018 with the blends and like really taking the time out to say, okay, if I'm going to drop something this month, what does it represent? And um, that's how I started to kind of create them, like just really to sit with it. And what, what was it that I was really trying to get across again, that intention, everything has intentional with meaning. It has, it has meaning. (laughs) And so what would you say your biggest accomplishment has been as a business owner? Ooh, um, getting non-tea drinkers to drink tea is one and then two like I tell people all the time like when they're like you know what's your greatest success and they'll name off things that they might have read um and my greatest success and like what makes me feel really good is I I know a lot of um mothers who drink my tea and their children drink my tea and um I know for a fact 10 to 15 years from now, there's a generation of kids who's going to be looking for teas with meaning. So, and so that's incredible. I know, yeah. right? It makes, I'm, I'm, I'm the village auntie, T-E-A. <laughs> I tell people all the time, I don't I have to compete it. with nobody. I'm the auntie. <laughs> I love it. I love that. You should get t-shirts with that on them. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> what, so well, back to what you the first thing you said, how do you get non-tea drinkers to become tea drinkers? Oh, it depends on the non-tea drinker. Um, <laughs> So for for the people that I'm close to, um, everybody has something that comes up. I don't even care if it's like a little mini cough or, you know, anxiety or rather it's mental, physical, spiritual. So um, just having real conversations about like, 
just, you know, why they should give something a try. Um, it's easier to have those conversations again with, with loved ones because they know that you're coming from a good place. And I really do got a T for that. You know what I mean? Like you name it. I'm like, ah, I got you. Um, so definitely giving it a try, but then for the non tea drinkers, when I used to be in public spaces a lot, I used to do a lot of pop-ups in corporate spaces, um, in 2018 and 2019. And in those spaces, I mean, they don't even slow down half the time in the, in the corporate world. So for them to like slow down and like actually have tea time, I would like have a question that I would ask each person. And this comes back to my teaching background where I can kind of like read the person before they even come to me. And I would, I would ask a question um, to the person who obviously you can tell they had three coffees already and it was only 10 AM. Um, and then that conversation start, some people wouldn't even recognize that they were drinking and tea until they finished it and then was buying or asking for another cup. So I think it goes back to just having those real conversations and, and catching people off guard, but on guard with, with the right tea. And I always have a tea for that. And so you mentioned pop-ups in 2018, 2019, and, and then you stopped because, you know, the pandemic hit us. So was there something that you did differently during the pandemic? Was there a pivot that you had to make? Walk us through that. Um. I think 2020 for me made me recognize that there really isn't support for all types of businesses. Um, because, you know, for, for so long, I was able to do a lot of things by myself as a solopreneur. And then I also, um, again, as I mentioned, I used to be an educator. So here in the Bay area, I taught at a high school. So a lot of my former students were old enough to like, of course, if I'm going to take anybody to these corporate pop-ups and, and, and be in these spaces that they've never had the opportunity to be in, I'm going to take my students with me. Mm-hmm. So they were my they were my former um, support. And um, just finding out, like, unless you had all of these things, it was like a list of stuff that you just didn't qualify for, for any type of resources or help which was frustrating. Like everything came in a, in a sense of a loan, which I'm like, you know, no. Um, but there was nothing there for a business like mine. And like I said, I was helping feed a lot of our young people here in Oakland too. So I had to figure something out. And um, I did, I started bottling teas. And when those teas made it to Beyonce's website, that created this, you know, buy black became a huge trend in 2020. Like it became a huge trend. So that helped with business a lot. Like I said, the right people seeing teas with meaning has always organically helped teas with meaning grow. But then that also made me become extremely even more intentional about who I did business with because it's like, okay, wait, who were you before buy black became a trend? Like, so I, I started to tell people no, to be honest, because, um, I didn't want to just be part, be a part of diversity and inclusion. And a lot of people, you know, they're okay with that. But for me, I was just like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I don't want my students to believe this is how things are. I don't want, you know what I mean? Like I don't. So 2020 was an interesting year because you needed the resources, but again, the, the resources had to be coming for real. And, um, and yeah, I, I, I told a lot of people no, but, no matter how many people I told no, there was a bigger yes. 
So I'm definitely grateful that I stuck with um, the integrity and the intention of Teas with Meaning. But in the beginning, there was nothing, 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 nothing for a business like mine. <laughs> Think so. You, you talk about the bigger yes. So uh, tell us more about uh, your tea being featured on Beyonce's website. He caught me off guard. Um, I didn't know that it would. I didn't know. I wasn't on social media that much um, during that 2020 because it was too much. We we seen George. I mean, everything was just George Floyd for uh, too long, um, yeah. and. And again, it wasn't for us, you know, as black people, it was for other people to kind of see like and and see what we've been dealing with. But at the same time, it was like nobody understands how it's traumatizing us still. Um, so I was off of it until one of my students hit me up and was just like, Miss um, Mitchell, like, do you have any more bottles left? And I was like, no, I'm not doing bottle teas anymore. And I looked at the orders and it was like, everything was sold out, like on my website. So I was like, what is going on? Like in my mind, I was like, what corporation did I tell no to that turned around and decided to just go on the website and buy everything off the website. (laughs) Um, But then a friend of mine who um, is in LA, like she was like sending this. So people just started sending stuff to me that they seen it. And I was definitely grateful for it. Um, but like I said, it it, it brought a lot of because um, I think she was the first person to really put black businesses on her platform during that time. Like she was like the one that just like out loud did it. Um, so I was grateful for that. But then at the same time, like I said, it just it, it brought a lot of different opportunities and um, which made what I feel like on a on a personal level, me a little bit stronger in regards to, you know, all business ain't good business. That's interesting. So now as you've uh, kind of transitioned, I guess we're transitioning to a, a, I don't know if we're calling it the end of the pandemic. Uh, but like, what do you, what do you see teas with meaning going from here? Um, 2023 is going to be an interesting year. There's a lot that I've learned. There's a lot that teas with meaning has offered throughout the years. A lot of things that I I still kick myself for not trademarking some stuff in 2018 and 19 because of these, these newer businesses. Um, Cause as much as we don't want to say it, we do inspire people more than we think. And when you see other people taking um, or using ideas and concepts, um, it does get frustrating, but I say all that to say um, 23 is going to be, a, it's going to be a good year. Still, I think I'm going to be quiet a little bit more and just keep letting the tea do all the talking. Um, but there's a lot of things that's, that's coming up for tea with meaning on a lot of levels. What's your vision for the business, Camila? Um, to own my own land. So yes, I tea with meaning um, grows and sources a lot of stuff from Northern California, but the past, what, 22, 2021, the fires were, terrible and way too close for comfort um so northern california is not not where it's at for teas with meaning anymore been looking into a lot of spaces um definitely grateful for the farms and the farmers that i work with overseas in different countries so just like really learning um where the right space is for teas with meaning but definitely own our own land sooner than later 
No, that's cool. But I think it's it's very inspiring uh, to probably the listeners that you have the the vision and desire to be able to take it from beginning to end, from growing and, and kind of designing uh, the herbs and, and other elements of the tea to creating the blends and then putting them out for uh, people to consume. So I think that's amazing because that's most people, especially when they're first starting out, don't take an approach like that. And even though you're, you're not just starting out, it's still, it's, it's still a huge uh, lift, if you will, to, to do take on something like that. So my, my hat goes off to you. Cheers. It's been a fun, it's fun harvesting. I think fall has always been my favorite season as a child and, you know, for its own reason. Um, but then as an adult and especially getting into teas with meaning, like it's just been a beautiful thing, you know, again, starting off in 2017 and recognizing like, you know, it's fall, everything was in harvest, things that we needed were right there. And to be able to plant seeds and watch them grow and come back. And I mean, again, these fires the past two years was was something different because you also see what you've grown and put hard work into um, diminish quickly. Um, rather, it's from smoke exhaustion or even soil damage. So you, you learn a lot. Um, it's not an easy, but I'm excited to have my own sooner than later. Very nice. Why was it important for you to uh, create Teas with Meaning in Oakland? Um. Because Oakland was home at the, Oakland is home, but Oakland at the time of the cancer was home. And it was, again, the Oakland community um, that I'm blessed with that really helped push Tease With Meaning to become Tease With Meaning. Again, it wasn't a business for me um, in the beginning. It was, it was healthcare. Uh, it is healthcare. So for them to see something bigger, um, Tease With Meaning will always be an Oakland baby. Very nice. Very nice. So, Camila, could you uh, tell people where they can find Teas with Meaning and, and buy some of your wonderful teas? Cheers. So since we're talking about Oakland, um, you can definitely always find Teas with Meaning at Mandela Grocery. Um, and then if you are out in these restaurants, you definitely can find it at um, Duende and then their new restaurant, um, Ositana. I might have said it wrong, but. I got a tea for that. And then bar shuru, even if you're in the bars, you can have tea time because everyone does not have to drink alcohol, but five flavor herbs. Um, there's other places throughout Oakland. Sorry, I'm not remembering them off the top, but always with meaning.org. With meaning.org, you can always find teas with meaning there. We can make custom blends. We still do community tea time, rather it's providing services within schools and organizations and or um, tea parties. And yeah, Teas With Meaning is on Instagram as well. Sometimes, don't judge me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this this has been amazing talking with you and and hearing your story and definitely finding out more about Teas With Meaning. So we are so uh, thankful that you were able to join us and uh, look forward to hearing more from you in the future. Cheers. Thank you for listening to the Town Roots Podcast. For more information about the show, to leave comments and connect with the hosts, head over to www.townroots.com.